Anchor is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. How cool is that? And then you can use it right from your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Download the app, record your podcast, and that's it. And there are so many creative tools that you can use to make your podcast amazing. You can import music. You can edit and re-record as often as you like to your perfection. You don't have to worry about your podcast being distributed because they take care of that for you. They make sure your podcast is visible on Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on. And then you can easily, easily make money with no minimum listenership. If I were you, I would advise you to use Anchor. Hello, hello everybody, it's your girl KDC, KDC moving back again with another episode, the temptation of going back, the reward of moving forward. Now, let's jump right into this and look at the temptation. First and foremost, what is the underlying root of us wanting or feeling the need to go back? One of the first things that I looked at was fear. Fear of the future, fear of failure, even fear of disappointment. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a a sound mind. Another one I looked at was doubt. What if it doesn't come to pass? Oh, it's been two years. It's been three years. I've been waiting and God has yet to manifest what he said. But James 1 and 6 says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. My third point was when we grow weary. When we go, when we grow weary, we believe God to do what he said, but because we've grown tired of waiting, we, we just, we don't believe that, well, we believe, but we doubt that he'll manifest his word. So yes, we believe God, we know him to do what he said, but we've grown tired in the waiting process. Galatians 6 and 9 says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. In due season. So our due season may not be next week. It may not be tomorrow. Sometimes it may not even be next year. But it is guaranteed that we shall reap if we faint not. The fourth thing I looked at was lack of focus. We're too focused on our past that it's hindering us from moving forward. Been there, done that. Genesis 19 and 26, dealing with Lot and his wife, it says, but his wife looked back behind him and she became a pillar of salt. Now I understand this is metaphorically speaking, but at When we begin to really look at this and unpack and exegete the text here, 
Okay, yes, we may not turn into a pillar of salt, but what basically what God is letting us know that when we begin to look back and he's pressing us forward because he's trying to do something in our lives that we tend to destroy our own selves in the process. My fifth thing that I looked at was when our flesh is weak. We've all been here at some point in our life, let alone within our walk with God. We've been doing good. We've been living right. We're going to church. We're paying our tithes. We're staying clear of all the drama, all the naysaying, all the messiness. But every time we look up, it's always something. And we get to the point where we didn't, we've gotten tired of praying. We've gotten tired of looking away and turning the other cheek. And yes, I know it's in the scripture to turn the other cheek. But hey, let's be real. We get tired of doing that. And then we get to the point where I, I'm about to handle this. But Matthew 26 and 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes, our spirit is strong. Our spirit is willing. We on the right path, but that that flesh tends to creep up. And then, yeah, we be ready. I'm I'm ready to, I got tired of you now. I'm about to cuss you out. I'm sick of you doing, I'm sick of you playing with me. Yeah, I'm I'm about to come where you at. I'm about to pull up. Moving forward, let's look at the reward of moving forward. We've discussed the temptation of going back. Now let's let's look at the reward of moving forward. There's a reward in pressing forward. Not only because we're trusting God and we're working in faith, but because we're telling and showing God that we're not just looking for what's assumed or perceived to be an easy way out, but that we can actually endure. That we actually obtain the fruits of the Spirit and one of them being long-suffering and endurance. Hebrews 10 and 36 says, you need to persevere so that when you have gone, so when that you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. First Corinthians 10 and 13 says, no temptation, none, no None at all, not some, not a little bit, but no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, and this is the part that I get excited about, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. God always provides a way of escape. Romans 15 and 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 2 and 7 says, To those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. 
And of course, this is a familiar scripture right here, Philippians 4 and 13. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jude 24, one of my favorite scriptures says, now unto him that is able to keep him from falling and to present him faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Another thing I looked at that really blessed me was that sometimes God allows us to be tempted to see how we're going to handle it. How are you going to handle this situation? Just like Job. Job was considered and allowed to be tempted by the enemy. What happens when we are considered and God allows the enemy to step in and cause havoc in our life? Are we going to murmur? And give up or are we going to trust him and take him at his word? Furthermore, there are times when God is simply pulling to push. He's pulling out what doesn't need to be. And once he's pulled it out, he pushes us to the next level that he has for us. He's pulling out that hatred. He's pulling out that jealousy. He's pulling out that envious that we tend to take residue and that we tend to carry with us year after year after year after year. That anger that has built up, he begins to pull all of that out of us so that he can push us to the next level that he has for us, the next level in our ministry, the next level in our prayer life, then just simply the next level in our walk with him. And I love this because he allows us to be tempted because then we tend to see ourselves. Then we tend to see, okay, I I thought that I had this in the bag, that I had this under control. But I I see now that God, I, I need a little more help over here. Yes, you've been working on me. I've been doing good. But okay, God, I need you to bridle my tongue even the more. Help come the more in my words, come the more in my thoughts. The temptation of going back, the reward of moving forward. I know life is going to happen. Because it's life. However, there is always a greater reward when we can stand the storm and just trust God and let God be God in our lives. At this point, when we allow God full control, then he can begin to do things that we have never even imagined or thought of then he can begin to blow our mind and bless us abundantly enlarge our territory when we keep moving when we press toward the mark as Paul talks about for the prize of the high calling want to encourage someone wherever you are whatever you're doing keep moving don't stop 